Hi friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grass Life Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Irene Kwangala. This is the Grass Life Podcast uh, where I talk about growth, spiritual growth, um, personal growth, financial growth, everything about growth. Um, mainly I just want us to grow and evolve and become the best version of ourselves and this month of February we've been dealing about dealing with spiritual growth today on this episode I want to talk about the transforming power of God's love I know we all know that God loves us (laughs) God is love and um, yeah he loves us really um it's because he loved that he created us it's because he loved that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life but i want to go deep into um, being grounded in the love of god where you consciously walk in the love of god where you you do life knowing that I am loved. You make friendships knowing that I am loved. You read your Bible knowing that I am loved. And so you're walking from this consciousness of I am loved by God. Allow me to start with a testimony of how God is love transformed my life. God is love is there. Like you cannot do anything to make God love you more or less. Like he loves you. You in fact you're his favorite. We are all his favorite. So he truly, truly, truly loves you so much. But what I want to talk about is you coming to the understanding that I am loved, you know because God is love is there, it cannot change, it is abundant, but for us to receive it is is what makes the difference. Because I can love you and you never know, and so you walk around as if I don't love you, you walk around guilty, you walk around shameful, you walk around angry, you walk around resentful, because you're thinking, oh, that person doesn't love me, but really I do love you. And if you took the time to come closer and communicate with me, you would understand that I actually do love you. So it's the same thing here. God truly loves us, but it is us to come to the consciousness and understanding of how deep this love is, how wide this love is, how long this love is, and how excellent this love is that is in um ephesians ephesians one something yeah so testimony (laughs) yeah i was a very bitter angry person i was so bitter I, i was a very quiet human being i was very reserved but I was bitter. I had bitterness in my heart. And um, now I, I'm, a, I'm a very different person. I'm a very different person. 
And the thing that really healed that bitterness is when I understood the love of God. I grew an intimate relationship with God and I began to experience his love through prayer, his word. Scripture began to come alive for me and I fell in love with God. I think this was 2019. I just got into the word and I fell in love with God. And now that God was God's love was always there, but it's me that began to receive his love. I felt so loved through his word. The more I read his word, the more I knew him, the more I felt loved, the more the anger disappeared. The best expression of this that I can give is like a bottle that maybe has red colored water, I don't know, yeah, red colored water. Imagine a bottle and it's filled with colored water. Give it your best color, give it your favorite color. And you begin to pour into that bottle, the clean, pure water. Because the word of God is pure. And so when you take in the word of God, it purifies you. So that is what happened to me. When I began to pour in the pure word of God within my heart, it began to to take away, like this red water, this impure colored water, yeah, began to get out. It begins to flow out and then the clean water comes in and comes in and before you know it, is all clean and all the colored water is finished. That is the clear picture I can give you about putting in the word of God in your life. It takes away the impurity. It purifies you. The word of God is a purifier. And so the more you put it in, the more the purer your heart, your life, Um, becomes and so that's what happened to me the more I fell in love with God the more bitterness left the more anger left and yeah I was just um, um, it's been a journey of four years and um, I can say that I'm I'm such a happier person because I am I began to be aware of his love and how he experienced it to me through people. You see, God is spiritual, yeah. His love is spiritual, but we have a mirror, right? We have a mirror that we can see that reflects the perfect love of God. Let's read that scripture. It's in First Corinthians 13. First Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 8 is the mirror of perfect love. And it, let me read it. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. 
it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of long of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects it always trusts it always hopes and always perseveres love never fails wow that's a beautiful scripture love never fails and that is the perfect love of god god is love is patient god is love is kind god is love is 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 always protecting and it preserves and it never fails yeah because god is spiritual right we we cannot see his love so he has to use people yeah so god shows his love through people yes you can feel it in your heart when you grow in a relationship with him but he shows you physically through people when you see someone is patient with you when you see someone is kind to you when you see someone honors you when you see someone puts you first someone you know is is really being patient with you is protecting you and is loving you despite of your mistakes that is god loving you through that person so on the other side of that is that you too old to be a vessel that god uses to love other people right as you exhibit kindness as you exhibit gentleness as you exhibit forgiveness forbearance keeping no record of wrong that is you being a vessel to god um to god to love other people i wonder if you look in your life you 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 will see that this this is a person that is in my life but god is using this person to show me his love when you look at people and you're like yeah god is loving me through this person and i pray that i am a loving person that when the people in my life will know and reflect and say yeah god is loving me through irene so yeah let's be vessels of god's love i know that for me as an individual um there was um difficult seasons in my life where uh, i just saw god's grace and love through the kindness of other people i saw god's patience with me through the patience of other people um yeah and because i was self i was so aware of god's love and how he was loving me through other people god's love melted away the anger and the bitterness i had i was so bitter i remember just you know being so difficult with my first child i spanked her all the time many times it wasn't because she had done something really you know so big many times uh, i was just 
angry about different things and I probably took it out on her. You know, I just hated, I hated my dad um, for, you know, the way he, we grew up in a, an emotionally abusive home, physically abusive home. And so that made me hate him from childhood. And I was just a very bitter person. And God, God is love changed me to a place where I was not bitter anymore. And, I, and now my daughter can actually testify and say that I am not the woman I used to be. I, I think she looks at me sometimes like, oh, mommy didn't do anything <laughs> about this. It's because I'm really in a good place. I'm in such a good place. I'm so healed. God is love healed me from my past. God is love healed me from the father-daughter wounds. God is love is so real. When you fall in, when you fall in love with reading the Bible, when you draw closer to God, when you begin to see God love you through people, you will understand that God's love is so real, and it will absolutely change your life. That I can testify that my second child and my first child have different testimonies of me. And that is because God's love transformed my heart. By the time my second child grew up and came around, I was so changed. All he knows is this, is this beautiful, kind, calm mother. Of course, sometimes I'm like, you know, you've got to discipline. But there is a difference between disciplining and just spanking out of anger. So yeah, that's my testimony. I realized I had been forgiven much, so I forgave my dad. Um, and today we have a really good relationship. It's relatively good. It's not perfect, but de depending on where we've come from, <laughs> we have come such a long way. Yeah, I am so grateful to God that now I have a good relationship with my dad. And uh, yeah, I realized, you know, God is not withholding anything from me. He, he was not angry with me. Instead, he was delighted in me. Yeah. And this gave me boldness to obey God. This, you know, and God led me on an amazing journey of ministry and coaching God is love healed my insecurities and he continues to do so. Right? So that's my testimony. That's my testimony about God's love. God is love can heal you where it hurts. God is love can heal your past. God is love can help you forgive. God is love can take you on a journey where you your life is transformed and evolve into the best version of yourself but you've got to draw closer to god you've got to get into the word and and just know god for yourself and just know god is love for yourself god is love can heal you everywhere you heart 
that is my testimony. God's love can change you. Like I told you before about the bottle, whatever is in your heart, God's love can draw it out and purify your heart and you'll be a totally changed person. Allow me read another scripture. Uh, John is first John chapter four. We start from verse seven um, up to verse 10. It says, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we may live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Verse 11, dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Wow. This is how we know that we live in him and he is in us. He has given us of his spirit. Wow. That's a lovely scripture. Understanding God is love. Like I said before, it will change your life, right? It will flush out the dirty things like bitterness, envy, impatience, anger, pride. Whatever you think about, whatever you can think about that you wish would be flushed out of your heart. Sometimes we struggle with things and we really want to change, but then we change the physical without without changing the spiritual true change comes when you start from the spiritual coming out in other words you start from in out right so you start with the spiritual habits then you do the 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 soul mind habits and then you do the physical habits right so when you deal with your heart it's going to be easy for you to get rid of pride. But if you try to stop being prideful in the physical without dealing with your heart, it's going to be in vain. It is not even possible. So true change comes when you start to deal with what is inside your heart. In other words, you do the holy disciplines, the holy habits like reading your word, prayer, meditating on the word of God. And as the word of God comes in, you begin to renew your mind according to the truth that you're taking in. And then you begin to do the actions, the physical actions. That way it's easier. And that change is impactful. 
Amen. God has poured out his love in your spirit. The things you see may not show it and your mind, your will, your emotions will try to convince you otherwise. But hear me when I say God loves you so much and begin to renew your mind to the truth that you are so loved. Walk around with the consciousness that you are so loved. Because you are loved, you will not fail. Because you are loved, you are favored. Because you are loved, all things are working out for your good. Because you are loved, you are healed. Because you are loved, like there is nothing that can work against you because you are a beloved child of God. Amen. There are three things I want to encourage you to do in order to get grounded in God's love. The first thing is cultivate a personal, intimate relationship with God. Every love relationship requires a level of communication, right? So does our relationship with God. It requires commitment. It requires intentionality. Just like when you have a friend or if you're dating somebody or if you're married, that relationship needs communication. You want to know that this person is committed to me. This person is intentional in this relationship. And that makes you grow closer, right? That it makes you feel more loved when this person shows intentionality, when this person shows commitment, you know? That makes you feel loved. And so it's your uh, the same thing with growing a relationship with God. I promise you, spending time in prayer, praise, worship, reading the word, meditating on the word of God daily will change your life. It has changed my life. It has absolutely changed my life. It has helped me evolve into a beautiful version of myself that I never knew existed. Spending time with God and praying and reading the word and being dedicated in my personal relationship with God stabilized my emotions. And so if you are somebody that is really emotionally unstable, that will help you. Spending time in the word of God will help you stabilize your emotions. The more you are grounded in God's love, you become emotionally grounded. (laughs) This one, I promise you, you will become emotionally grounded when you spend more time with God, when you spend more time in prayer, when you spend more time in the word. And when you grow emotionally, the things of life do not move you as much as they did before. Because now your roots are running deeper in God. Try it, friend. You will testify. God's word will change your life. 
if you're new to reading the Bible and you were like, oh, this book is too big, where do I start from? I would encourage you. Uh, how do I, okay, me personally, my favorite book to start is John. John, the four Gospels, but the book of John. I feel like that is a love letter. <laughs> the book of John is is so lovely. So, yeah, I would actually encourage somebody to start from the book of John. Then I would encourage somebody to also start from the book of Acts and the Psalms, right? So with those three, you can choose whichever one you want to choose from. But I would say start from the book of John, then go to Acts, then do the Psalms. I think that's a good way to start if you're starting out or if you're really struggling with spending time in the word of God, you can start there. If John is difficult, start from the Psalms, then go to John, then do the Acts. That, yeah, you'll be blessed. I guarantee that you'll be very blessed. Yeah, so, that was the first one, is to cultivate a personal, intimate relationship with God. And the second thing is to live in obedience to God, right? So communication is a two-way street. You talk and I talk. Or, yeah, in a relationship, right? <laughs> So if you're going to cultivate an intimate personal relationship with God, you are going to pray, you're going to read the word, and you're going to be expecting to listen to, to, to listen and to know that God is going to talk to you, right? And he's going to tell you something. So the response of that is that you live in obedience. Do what his word says and be led by his Holy Spirit. Obedience to God nourishes your heart and your soul. It may be difficult because the will of God is contrary to the flesh, right? If you read Galatians 5, verse 16 and 17, it says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the to the spirit, right? They're in conflict with each other, right? So you are not to do what the flesh wants. That was Galatians 5, 16 to 17. Uh, so the flesh wants something that is absolutely different from what the spirit of god wants but for you to walk in in love and to fall in love and to be grounded in god is love it is going to require you to live in obedience to god but i assure you but there is there is a sense of satisfaction when you do the will of god you will find peace you'll find joy 
when you are in the perfect will of God. The Bible says in Romans 14 that the kingdom of God is joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy, in the Holy Spirit. And so when you walk according to the word of God, you are going to experience a joy that is deeply rooted in Christ, a peace that is deeply rooted in Christ, that no matter what comes your way, it does not shake you because your roots are are going deep in Christ. It's like a tree, you know, a tree that has been there for so long and its roots are, are deeply rooted when the wind comes, it's not going to be blown away as easily as a tree whose roots are not grounded or are not going deeper in the ground. So that is what the word of God does. And living in obedience to the word of God, it puts your roots deeper in him. And so you experience a supernatural way of living because you're living in the perfect will of God. Yeah, and number three, um, do the things that please God, especially loving and caring for his people. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10, it says that God is not unjust. He will not forget your good work the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Generosity goes a long way. Serving others goes a long way because you remember Jesus said that the greatest of you should be a servant of others. I was meditating yesterday about the fear of God. And I realized that me personally, it's like I was walking around with the fear of the devil. And I realized when you're afraid of something, you're just tiptoeing around to make sure you don't set them off. And then I turned that around and I said, so if I'm trying to tiptoe around the devil, like I don't want to to do spiritual warfare because I'm thinking if I do spiritual warfare, it's going to backfire and, you know, attack me even more. That's such a, a stronghold. But God in his grace and mercy, give me a revelation of whatever you focus on is what magnifies. And so it was like, turn that around and walk in the consciousness of doing what pleases God. And that is the fear of God. The fear of God is you walking in caution to do the things that please God. And remember the Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Okay? So 
the fear of God as you walk consciously to do the things that please God, you're looking for opportunities to be generous. You're looking for opportunities to love other people. You're looking for opportunities to be patient with people. That is what they call the fear of God. You're going to serve others because you know this, this is going to please God. Walking like this makes you aware and conscious of the things that God loves and you are walking to please God, right? And the Bible has said God is not unjust. He will not forget how you loved him when you helped his people. And so, yeah, walk in the fear of God. Walk consciously, consciously, by caution, right? To do what pleases God. In the morning, pray, Holy Spirit, give me an opportunity to please you today. Show me opportunities today in my way that I can show people your love. How can I show somebody your love today? How can I be a vessel of love today? What can I do that will be pleasing to you? Amen. There's so much that you could change about your life by being positive, getting rid of negative things in your heart and thinking positive about your life, your family. God's love will sow seeds of living hope in you. Absolutely. There's there are so many people listening to me today. Your life will change drastically if you just began to think positively. So many of our relationships will change if you begin to think of those relationships positively. Amen. Ephesians 3.14 says, God's love is draining in you through his spirit. Amen. God's love is draining. It's, it's living in you through his spirit. Imagine that the creator of the universe loves you and is dwelling in you. You are the upper of his eye. Right? You, my listener, my friend listening to me, you carry the spirit of the living God. And the Bible says God is love. So you carry the love of God. The love of God is drilling in you, right? Your heavenly father is the giver of all good things. He is not withholding anything from you. Absolutely. Walk around with the consciousness that my heavenly father, the one who he loves me, the perfect father, is the giver of all things. James 1.7 says, every good and perfect gift comes from God. 
the father of light in whom there is no shadow of turning. Your heavenly father loves you so much. John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. If he did not spare his son, how much more all these other things, my friend? How much more all these other things? God loves you. So fall in love with God. Draw near to him and he will draw near to you. Ask and you shall find. Seek. Ask and you'll be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. Cultivate a personal relationship with God. Live in obedience with God. And walk in the fear of God. Do what pleases him. Your life will change. Draw deeper in him. Let your life, life is roots be grounded in him and in his love. I promise you, your life will never be the same again. God has so much more in store for you. God is not withholding anything from you. It's just that you need to draw closer. You need to draw closer to him and then his love will be magnified because whatever you focus on magnifies. So if you focus on God, his love for you will be magnified in your heart and it will become bigger and bigger within you. And I promise you, it will change your life. There's nothing more beautiful than you walking around in the world knowing that you are loved, you are the beloved of God, and that everything is working for your good, that you are advantaged, that you are abandoned through Christ, that you are favored, amen, that you are moving forward, whatever you do prospers through Christ Jesus, that you are a priest, in Christ, that you are worthy of all love and care. Wow, I would go on and on and on and on. But I assure you, you are the beloved of God. Grow in relationship with him. Three things I would love you to do. Grow an intimate relationship with God. And that is through prayer reading the word and meditating upon it. Be obedient to God. Do what the word has told you. Walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. And number three, be conscious to do the things that please God. And especially love people, care for people, be patient with people, be a vessel through which God loves other people. Amen. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening in. I would love to give a chance to anybody who says, Irene, I hear you, but I have no relationship with this God, so I I don't know what you're talking about. The first thing for you to really draw closer to God and begin to understand God, God is love, is if you have a relationship with his with his son Jesus Christ. And yes, God loves you. God loves all of us. We are all his children. But 
because he loved us, he gave us his son Jesus to die for us at Calvary, that we may have eternal life and that we will know him more. So I'd love to give a chance to anybody who does not, who, who has not yet accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior to, to say this prayer with me. And I believe that um, the Bible says that you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth to receive salvation. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this message that I have heard. I accept Jesus, that he is your beloved son and that you sent him on earth to die for my sins. I accept him today to come into my heart, to be my Lord and to save me from, my, from sin. I confess my sin and I pray that you will forgive me, save me and give me your righteousness. I, I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that I am born again in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said that prayer, you were born again, my friend, reach out to me, leave a comment, comment um, and uh, yeah, I will leave in the show notes an email. You can email me and then I can walk with you on this new journey. I'm excited for you. I believe that um, your life will not be the same again. If you're struggling to read the Bible or you want community that you, you can grow, we have a fellowship. It's an online fellowship every Wednesday where we get into the word, where we fellowship together with some sisters. So if you would love to be interested, you to join, if you are interested to join the fellowship, also you can email me. I will leave an email address and then I will add you to the group. And every Wednesday we'll, we can have fellowship and grow together in the word of God. If it's not about fellowship and you just want to, you know, ask me a few questions, Irene, how do I grow spiritually? How do I read my Bible? If you have any Bible questions, you can also email me there. I will definitely reach out to you um, about anything concerning the Bible or concerning life. If you just want somebody to talk to, I am your friend on this other side of the internet yeah um what else yeah i have a 14 day devotion that i have created it's online so you just download it and you can have 14 days of the word it's more of a discipleship tool it has quite a few scriptures but it's a good tool and actually it's about god is love so yeah is it god's love it's about faith both. <laughs> yeah. So I will leave the link below. Um, it's an Etsy. It's on Etsy. It's an ebook. Uh, so if you would love to get into the word of God and grow in faith, 
it'll be a good tool. It's a 14-day devotion. It's not very big. And yeah, God will bless you, I believe, through it. If you have come this far, hopefully you like what you've heard. Please like, share the show, this share this episode with the family, friends that could appreciate this kind of content. Also, leave a review. It will mean a lot to me. God bless you. Bye.